a little bit, take your collars and ties off, you'll get warm tonight, you'll feel the power of God here tonight, Amen. and the more they go for, the more you'll get, Amen. because God is no respecter of persons, if you can save John Cameron and his staples, and this shop over is up for anybody, it's wonderful this salvation is, it's free to all mankind, and if there's any here tonight, have never received this wonderful love, this wonderful joy. It's yours for asking. It's yours for taking tonight. We emphasize the fact that God loves you. He says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. But I tell you, God's ways are wonderful. When you've surrendered your life to God, God's in business today. It's now harvest time, brother and sister, enter in. I tell you, these days aren't going to last very long because Jesus is coming. He's getting his bride ready for the rapture. And our job is to bless the bride, to make folk happy, to get them filled with the Spirit. Not to join our crowd, filled with the Spirit. Just put your hands on one another, everybody through the meeting, and feel the power of God going from vessel to vessel. 
Take your healing now, sister. Take your deliverance now, brother. Be filled with the glory, sister. Be healed, my brother, now. In Jesus' beautiful name. In the name of Jesus, I bind every entering spirit. In the name of Jesus, I loose the spirit of love, the spirit of joy, the spirit of healing, the spirit of peace, the spirit of love. In Jesus' name. Take it now, brother. Take it now, sister. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to drink and drink at the fountain, at the fountain, at the fountain. I'm going to drink and drink at the fountain, at the fountain. There's another, there's another verse to that chorus, you know, and it goes, I'm going to quench my thirst at the fountain. Now, you can come thirsty, and you can leave satisfied. Hallelujah. You can drink and drink until your thirst is satisfied. So, and then you can say, I'm going to quench my thirst. At the fountain. Come on, let's sing it again. I'm going to quench my that chorus and it says this I'm going to bring lost souls to the fountain see and if we Jesus says that let him that is a thirst come unto me and drink and out of his innermost being shall flow a river of living water hallelujah and you know they said that concerning the wells it says that Isaac dug again the wells of his father Abraham. You know, but I believe that our father has opened a well in us. And the scripture says that with joy shall he draw water out of 
the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. So let us with joy draw water from the wells of salvation tonight. Let us, you know, lost souls can come and have a drink at your well. Oh, let us enter in. Listen, if you've come thirsty, if you've come hungry, there's absolutely no reason why you can't drink your fill of God's love. You know, I've, I've explained yes. it before like this. Yes. There's enough of God's Spirit Amen. to fill every last person in this building. If we were all lying on the beach in Miami, right, I could get as much sunshine as I wanted, and you could get as much sunshine as you wanted, and you could get as much sunshine as you wanted. And you know something? I wouldn't take anybody else's sunshine, and they wouldn't take any from me. God's got enough for everyone gathered in this building tonight. And, and he's got your portion waiting for you. Hallelujah. I'm going to teach you another chorus. We're singing it last night. This is why I am so happy. This is why I am so free. I've been drinking at the well of full salvation. Won't you come and have a drink with me? Hallelujah. This is why I am so
They say the Camerons are coming. I think they've already come, don't you? Anyway, we do welcome all the Camerons here tonight. And I'm passing this meeting right over into John's answer. Go live till he feels led. John Cameron, you can... It'll be, it'll be in America next week, taking far bigger meetings than what this is, but he's here tonight, and we welcome you, John, and all your family. Amen. You introduce them all, be absolutely free, lad. Amen. Give them a bite to Peter. Praise the Lord. I say, isn't God good? Praise the Lord. Well, it's a real delight. I'm thrilled to be in New York again tonight. It's quite a few years since first we came, and we were set wonderfully free. I just can't remember how many years ago it is. About 17 years ago. 17 years ago. And God did a new work in our lives. Those of us who were here at that time, and my prayer was, as I came along in the car tonight, Lord, as you quickened me the first visit in New York, quicken me more tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. And I knew it tonight. Hallelujah. You know, that's, we all need to be quickened by the Holy Ghost. Do you know that? Yes. To appreciate what God is for us, you and I need to be quickened by the Holy Ghost. How many desire that tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You and I will never, never understand fully unless we allow the Holy Ghost to move in and through us and take possession of us. Hallelujah. I say, isn't God good? Praise the Lord. Well, I think uh, some of you have been hearing me for years, and I'm going to just ask a few folks, possibly you've never met till tonight, to pass on a word. Hallelujah. I say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, I remember the first time that we came to Newark. We were quickened by the Holy Ghost. On our way home, we stopped at Bishop Auckland and we had a meeting with our dear sister, Nan Logan. And we just hadn't really fully entered into liberty then, and I remember my old dad saying as we came out of that meeting that night, he said, you've spoiled the woman's meeting. <laughs> he said, you've spoiled the woman's meeting. And I got a letter from her just the other day, many, many years since I've seen her. And she doesn't even realize that I have met her. She says, I've never met you, but she has. And she's still going on with Jesus. Hallelujah. Over 80 years old. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to learn a new song before I introduce the folks here. Just a few days ago, a few weeks ago rather, we were at a full gospel businessmen's convention in Glasgow and I sat at the table with an assembly of God pastor and his wife and some other friends, my son-in-law Alan and daughter Anne and my wife. And this assembly of God pastor just sat across from us and we had a wonderful, precious time at the convention. And after he got home, his wife said to him, well, what do you think of the convention? Well, he said, it was all right. He said, but I didn't like the dancing. He said, I didn't like the dancing. 
So that was it. But the next morning, God laid a scripture in his heart to lead at the Assembly of God Church there. Psalm 150. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord in the dance. You know, and he had to read it. He said, I can't do that, Lord, in this church. <laughs> yes, he had to do it. And the night service came along, and the fellow was leading the singing. And the pastor came to himself, and he wondered why all the people were looking. And, and he realized that God had taken possession of him, and he was dancing away on the platform. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, it's really tremendous. I was, I was speaking with him recently in Peterhead. He's moving up to Peterhead to stay for a transformation. God made in that life, too. Hallelujah. He'll never be the same again. And last Tuesday night, I listened to a brother, another Assembly of God pastor, who we tried to give the glory to 17 years ago when we got it first ourselves, and he would have nothing to do with it. You know, six weeks ago, God quickened him too. Hallelujah. And he's never the same again. Hallelujah. You know what his word was? Let them dance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, he didn't agree with it. You know, God's moving. What I'm trying to tell you folks tonight, God's moving all over the world. Hallelujah. His glory is going to fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. I believe it. Hallelujah. If he could move upon stiff and starchy, stiff Scotch folk like us. Hallelujah. There's hope for everybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to, in this what I was going to tell you in that in his room at his home in Glasgow this assembly God pastor was looking for a through the papers for a new house and the spirit of God quickened to him and he says listen he says it's not the house you need it's me Amen. it's me and he put down the newspaper and he started seeking God you know and that place was filled with the glory of God for hours and he was receiving songs in the spirit. Hallelujah. And we're going to sing one of the songs he got that morning just a few weeks ago. Hallelujah. What does it again? Coming down from the Father. Coming down through the Son. Oh, blessed Holy Spirit, thou art the promised one. Coming down in thy fullness like a river flowing free. Oh, hallelujah. You're reaching me. Let's all sing it together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I say, isn't God good? Praise the Lord. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Coming down from the Father, coming down through the Son. Blessed Holy Spirit, Thou art promised one, coming down in Thy fullness like a river flowing through. Oh, hallelujah, You're reaching me. Coming down from the Father, coming down through the Son. Oh, blessed Holy Spirit, 
to come and tell you what Jesus and just in a short few short words that Jesus has done for him. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Bless you, Joe. Well, dear folks, it's been a long run down here. But I tell you, just to see you, it's worth it. Yes. It's worth it to see you praising God. Yes, I would travel a thousand miles again just to see people who love Jesus. Because I tell you, we're going to spend a lot of time together, you and I. Hallelujah. Yes. And he made it all possible. But first and foremost, I would like to say thank you very much for the wonderful hospitality that I have received since I came here last night. I am overwhelmed with the goodness of you people, especially my dear hosts who are looking after me. They're the most wonderful, kindest people. I never met them before last night, and they've just fell over backwards yes, to do things for me, and I'm so, so grateful and so thankful. Hallelujah. And may the Lord bless them and keep them, and oh, he's going to do wonders in that house. Hallelujah. 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 And may the Lord bless everyone. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I was a chronic incurable alcoholic and a compulsive gambler, almost a chain smoker and a persistent blasphemer, a thief and a blackguard and a rogue and an adulterer, only fit for the gutter. And I swear I finished up drinking surgical spirits. I lost my wife and my family and my home and I just finished up in a gutter with nowhere to turn. I twice tried suicide. The first time, by the grace of God, there wasn't even enough gas in the meter. I was so lonely and so shattered. I tell you, you've got to lose your wife and family. If you really lose the one you love nearest and dearest to your heart, it's taken away from me. I tell you, you haven't got much to stand on. Well, I couldn't stand without her because at that time I didn't have Jesus. I lost six children and a wife. Three separations, then they said it must be a divorce. A divorce it was. And that brought me to my knees. Where I slept, I lived in a field. Across from where I lived. That's where I slept. That's where I ate. There was nothing to eat. And that's where I lay and suffered. So lonely. Full of self-pity. But incurable, the doctor says. He says, there's nothing I can do for you. I wash my hands. You're incurable, he said. What can I do for you? You might as well leave the surgery. When I was 39 then, oh my goodness, I tell you. Can't you been told up with a doctor? Not any human being, that was the end. I thought it was my end. And when I went back to that field that night and had a razor blade in my pocket, but it take my own life in this time. And I got on my knees at two o'clock that morning on that field and I raised my hands to heaven. A God that I had said for 25 years didn't even exist. There was no such person. I called him down at every turn and every pub. There was no such creature as Jesus. Who was he? If there was a Jesus... How would I be like I am if he was so lovely and wonderful as he proclaims he is? Why am I such a drunken mess and my house is breaking up? Why am I incurable? What did I do to deserve this? Oh, I had an awful chip on my shoulder. But there I was. And there's nothing I could do about it. But I closed my eyes and I shouted to heaven in my delirium. If there's a God in that heaven, would you please help me? And something says, get up. Cut a long story stuff. Five years he led me through Alcoholics Anonymous. A wonderful, miraculous recovery. But there was something missing in my life. I had stopped drinking. 
but I hadn't stopped smoking. I was still an addicted gambler. Yeah, yeah, couldn't do nothing about that. And I was still just a rogue and a thief. I'd stopped drinking, I'd stopped one thing only. But I had many other vices. And one day going through Rome with tracks in Peterhead, advertising an AA meeting in Peterhead, I met a pastor. And he says, come in and listen to this tape. He says, a fellow on this tape, he says, was saved, he says, but Jesus, he never went to an AA meeting. I said, don't believe it. As far, in my ignorance, I knew it was only Alcoholics Anonymous could stop an alcoholic drinking. Oh, how wrong I was. I listened to that tape, and I didn't know what to say in thanks. So all of a sudden, I just says, I'll come to your church tomorrow, I said. And going out the door, I regretted what I'd said. I says, once again, I've opened my big mouth and made a promise that I don't want to fulfill. I don't want to go to his church. But I said, well, I promised the man, <coughs> and I'll go. And I went. And there was uh, two fellows with me, two other alcoholics. And as I went in the door, I just sat down. i never been in a church like it before. It was Assemblies of God. People were asking for the hymns that they wanted singing. You know, I'd never been in a church. I'd never been in a church. I was never even baptized. Only the army, and I was forced to go a week. And, I play, and this fellow asked for a song. Three, five, six. Softly and gently. Well, I prayed out and he called. And I knew in a moment this was what I was seeking. Jesus was the answer to my loneliness and what was missing. And he came into my heart in such a way. An alcoholic does everything compulsive. And he, when he gives something, he gives his all. No matter what he tackles, he gives his all. And I went for Jesus, hook, line, and sinker. Oh, hallelujah. And, and, did, and did he fill me? He saved me and he baptized me in the Holy Ghost. And he says, follow me, he says, and I will save your family. By this time, I got my wife back after being sober. And I had seven children. And he saved everyone. And my wife and two sons-in-laws. And two sons-in-laws' mothers. And he brought my two sons-in-laws by prayer and fasting from, from Surrey to Peterhead, where they reside this morning. My eldest son, who I feared it would follow my footsteps, as an evangelist, a preacher, at Brother John's son, Brother's School, at Faith Acres from Peterhead. He's a leading senior student there at the moment. Praise God. And the six of my family, eight of my family, baptized in the Holy Ghost. And all the wonders he's worked in my life. More every day. He's redeemed me, he's healed me, he's cured me, he's cleansed me. And whatever I have prayed for, he has given me. I don't want wealth or riches. I don't want silver or gold. It means nothing. Don't get me wrong, folks. You need money to live. I know that in this day and age. But it's all it means to me. It's a means to one end, to live with. But oh, what is put in here. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. He's given me a key to heaven that no man can take away. He's given me a joy in my heart that nobody can take away. I have oftentimes been in the valley and thought I'd turn away. I've taken but a few steps and I've had to stop and cry and bend my knees and say, God, where can I go? I couldn't go nowhere. Once you've tasted Jesus, there's nowhere you can go. You can't turn nowhere. You've got to come back and submit yourself once again to him. And when you submit again to him, he doesn't chastise you. He just loves you all the more. 
He picks you up and he dusts you down just like your old children. And he leads you and guides you. And he says, look, whatever you want, pray for it in my name. And I know there's people in here tonight that has problems and worries. Well, I'll tell you, Jesus is the answer. What man can do, he can do. And he wants to give it to each and every one. It's not just a little bit to you and a bunch to me. You don't have to be an alcoholic and a down and out. That don't matter. But the Lord also says, who is forgiven much, loveth much. And boy, he forgave me much. And I can't stop loving him. And I tell you, all I want to do is to follow him through this world. And all I want to do is tell souls about Jesus. He says it's a hard road. Well, he likes hard men and hard women. But he gives you that armor. He gives you that power. But he gives you that love. It could sweep aside all bad language and all curses and pushes that you get in this world. It is worth it to see one soul come to the foot of the cross. Well, I've said enough. I could talk all night on his goodness. But there's so many wonderful people here who have got wonderful testimonies besides mine to tell you. But I tell you, if you don't have Jesus tonight, I would, I would pray with all my heart, don't leave this building without him. Because he might come tonight. He says, I will come like a thief in the night, and I will come in the twinkling of an eye. So fast he'll come, and we'll be taken away. And I know what you'll say to those who are unsaved. You'll say, if only... If only. Don't let them be your words, if only. Let it be, I will, Lord. I will, Lord. God bless each and every one of you.
doubt his precious one. him now, no matter how I feel, the hand of God has never failed me yet. There's no reason now. To doubt his precious one.
Bible says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. It's wonderful to enjoy the freedom of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. You know, I was laughing uh, recently. I met a dear friend of mine. Some of you read his book, Demas Shikarian. Uh, the title is The Happiest People on Earth. If you haven't got that book, you better get it and start reading how God moved in a mighty way in California, and that dear brother Demas. And he's been the means and the hand of the Holy Ghost is set in many, many folks, wonderfully free. So we were at the convention in Glasgow, and uh, I was given a testimony, and uh, Demas, you see, had a lot of milk cows. And of course, I have Aberdeen Angus cows. And he always kids me when he sees me about, he says, they can't give any milk. I says, no, brother, but I says, they can give good steaks. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then sometime later, I had a, a revelation. I says, listen, brother Demas, you'd have been a lot more spiritual, you know, if you had had Aberdeen Angus instead of <laughs> uh, these milk cows. He says, instead of these milk cows, what do you mean? Well, I says, you'd have been feeding in meat instead of milk. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now we're going to get married. Come on, Mary, and tell us what's in your heart. You know, this is mostly, as you'll know, is a bunch of teenagers we have tonight from Zion Tabernacle, but with quite a few busloads of different types. And the God willing, I'll have some of the young folk down in a short while to visit you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have a lot of lovely young folks. Younger folks. Younger folks. <laughs> yes. Sorry, man. <laughs> Younger folks. Hallelujah. And then we make it some of the older folk down too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, we have a lot of lovely folks in Peterhead and seen it a lot. You are not coming up that way. I'm going to send them all down to you. Hallelujah. Lord be Lord. We've got a few more lords like what we have here tonight. Folks that love Jesus and love the liberty and the Holy Ghost. Come on, Mary, and possibly you'll sing with us that song after you give a little word. Hallelujah. This is our Mary. Hallelujah. For the second half of this recording, please turn your tape over. Well, hallelujah. I just think that Jesus is wonderful. You know, and there's no age limit in the spirit. You know, there's, you can be young or you can be old, but in the spirit, you were all one. You know, there's so many times you can just, you know, put a separation in there, the young, separate the young from the old, you know, but we're all one. We're all one of, a part of God's family, you know, tonight. And, you know, it's just so wonderful to be here, just to feel the love of God coming from everyone. You know, it's just so wonderful. Just to feel the presence of Jesus, you know, it's just, I just can't express it, you know, I just love every one of you, you know, I just, you know, so many times you can get people to stand up in front of a microphone, you know, and just, you know, they can just say everything, you know, and put it into a fine art, you know, but it's just, just let the love of Jesus just flow out through us, you know, it's just so wonderful, you know, just to feel the presence of Jesus, you know, 
whatever you are or whatever you're doing, just to feel the presence of Jesus. You know, it's just so wonderful. What a peace. My goodness, you know, it's, it passes all understanding, doesn't it, to the peace of Jesus. You know, I'm just so thankful tonight that Jesus loves me. You know, we're so undeserving at times, aren't we? In fact, we're, all, we're undeserving all the time, but he just keeps on loving us. Whatever we do, whatever we say, you know, he just keeps on loving us, doesn't he? Hallelujah. You know, I just love him tonight with all my heart, you know. I just, I just can't express, you know, but I just love Jesus tonight. You know, John's asked me to sing something, and I don't know if I'll be able to open my mouth far enough. I've just had an operation in my mouth, and I've just got my stitches out on Thursday, so I'll try my best anyway. <laughs> I'll just sing it unto him anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Precious Jesus. You wouldn't know this is my baby sister. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, and that was my... That was my mother that was on before. Hallelujah. Precious Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> the blood that Jesus shed for
Praise the Lord. How many believe that tonight? It shall never lose its power. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on in now and tell them what's in your heart tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to see every one of you, and it's good to be in New York. And my, my heart's just been moved by, well, by the reception we got last night. And my, we've just felt the love, you know, since we've come. And we're just so thankful for brothers and sisters in the Lord. My, Jesus is wonderful. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, sometimes you wonder what you're going to say. Well, I'm just going to tell you what happened to me. You know, I was in bondage for years, religious bondage, until I met Brother Henry. And I can tell you, Henry pray for, I saw Henry pray for people one night, and they were all being slain in the spirit. And, you know, I thought, oh, well, I don't like that too much. No, I don't think that's for me. But, you know, the meeting was finished that night. And Henry, I was just going out at the door. It was just time to go home. And Henry just hugged me as I went out and I went right down and the, the spirit came on me and I went right flat and you know I was there for hours uh, brother Henry will remember that it was up in Peterhead and you know I can say from that night I've been changed I was set free just this thing inside me that was all bound up just I had received this liberty and this love and this joy and this peace you know and I was so thankful I tell you that night I had Everybody was gone. There were just a few people left at, uh, in the church. Everybody was gone. And I was there for hours. And I had, to, I had to drive some of these people home. And, you know, I was like a drunk person. I thought, well, <laughs> am I? <laughs> That's true. I can just tell you what happened to me. I, I thought, well, am I going to be able to drive these people home? My head felt as though it was going round and round, and I was just bubbling up, and I was laughing, and I was singing, and I was crying, and it was just wonderful, I tell you. My, I was set free that night. I can tell you when it happened to me. I know I was, I was delivered that night because I really was in bondage. I'd been brought up in the Church of Scotland, and I tell you, I needed to be set free. And I know if God can do it for me, I don't care how stiff you are tonight, if there's anybody bound up tonight. <clears throat> I don't care what your problem is tonight. I know that God can meet your need and he can set you free. And I tell you, you don't know what you're missing if you don't have this liberty. You know, it's wonderful to be able to praise God. I couldn't even raise my hands before. I thought everybody would look at me if I raised my hands and praise God. And I couldn't clap my hands and dance, never. But I tell you, when I was set free, my, there's no holding you back. It's wonderful. As Bobby was saying tonight, out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And they don't just trickle out, they gush out. I tell you, it's wonderful. When God does a work, God does it properly. And I know that he changed my life, and I'm just so thankful tonight. And I'm thankful for the glory people, and I'm thankful for Brother Henry, I tell you. We love him. And Connie, his wife, and... You know, we're just, we just love you all, and we just pray for you, and we're so thankful for every one of you, and God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
No, there's no substitute for the Holy Ghost, is there? I say there's no substitute for the Holy Ghost. There is nothing wrong with any one of us tonight that a good dose of the Holy Ghost wouldn't put right. Hallelujah. 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 What you and I need is a good infilling and outflowing, good quickening, a good release. Hallelujah. Call it what you like as long as you get it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, what a difference it makes. And thank God for the glory. Oh, so many times. We've had to repeat that many, many times. Thank God for the glory. As we've been amongst people that have been in bondage and if they tried, they've tried to bring us back into bondage, I'm telling you, folks, this is a precious way that God has led us. And we're standing for it 100% in Peterhead. And we're seeing men and women that fought against it and spoke against it and acted against it coming in. Hallelujah. You know, and we're not... We're really thankful to see them come. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe it was possibly out of the thought they were doing the right thing, but they've realized that through the years that we're missing so much. Yes. We want everybody to have this. Hallelujah. Yes. And as Henry says, it's going to cover the earth. It's true. Yes. As the waters, as the songwriter too says, as the waters cover the sea, it's coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we're going to have Mary to come and tell. Hallelujah. You know, you've heard of Richmond Hill, I'm sure. I say, you've heard of Richmond Hill, the sweet lass of Richmond Hill. Well, this is her. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. She lives in Richmond Hill. In case you want the address to look her up sometime. Richmond Hill, Peterhead. Hallelujah. Yes, it's an open invitation to all. <laughs> well, we are speaking a few minutes ago about stiff people and being stiff. Well, I must have been the stiffest of stiff. <laughs> a doer, Scott, and very stubborn. But I praise God. <laughs> I praise God that he saved me. I'm so glad that I'm saved. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I'm so glad he took me in. I praise his wonderful name. I realize more and more every day, and the older I get, it's a privilege indeed to testify to the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love him tonight with all my heart. I love and adore him. I would bow down before him and give him thanks. I've been saved now for about eight years. And uh, I was brought up in the Church of Scotland, and just as her sister said a few minutes ago, in real bondage, religious all my life, but not knowing the Lord as my personal saviour. And um, my husband got saved first, and uh, to prove to you how stubborn I was, it was about a year and a half before I would accept the Lord Jesus. A year and a half after he got saved, before I would yield my life to him. But when I got saved, a pastor gave me two, um, what would you say, uh, examples to follow. And he said this, always be yourself. I mean, do what the Lord wants you to do, but don't do what other people want you to do. Be yourself. And to always look to the Lord, not to people. And I have proved this my life because if you look if you look to people they'll always fail you so whenever I have any problem or anything on my heart 
I first committed unto the Lord. And he helps me and gives me strength. I have proved that. He has healed me many times of, of um, simple things, not serious diseases. But he has healed me. And I trust him so much. And I would say it's about two years ago since I was set free like this. Because I would never, and my husband will tell you, come up on a platform. He would have had to drag me because I would never have come. And I praise the Lord for that. He has really and truly been wonderful to me. And I praise his name. Hallelujah. Oh, fill me, breath of God, with life in you. That I may do that I would love what thou dost love and do what thou wouldst do. And just, just to finish, I'd like to say how wonderful it is to be here and experiencing this fellowship. We only made up our minds on Thursday night at 10 o'clock to come along because next week we're going off to America and we... We discussed it, my husband and I, and thought that, well, we'll have too much to do this week, too many preparations, and so I think we'll stay at home. And then Bob went to Brother Cameron's on Thursday night and uh, phoned home about 10 o'clock and said, would you like to go? And Brother John says, I made up my mind so quickly. <laughs> I just said, okay, and the case was packed there and then, and I'm so glad that I've come. And the hospitality has really been tremendous. As our sister Nan said just now, when we arrived, what a wonderful, warm welcome. And I just thank you all very much indeed. And the Lord bless you all. Amen. Come on again, tell what's in your heart. Praise the Lord. Praise God, it's good to be a part of the family of God. And I could honestly say, I thank God for Jesus, and I'm glad he came into this sin-sick world, my lost soul, to reclaim. And I really love Jesus with all my heart. You know, it's, it'll be eight years come New Year since I accepted Jesus into my heart. And I, like Brother George, had a drink problem. You know, and as I've said time and time again, off our own platform back home, I used to go to bed wishing it didn't, didn't wake up, you know, the next day. I was so sick and bothered with my nerves and depressed. My mother was in a mental hospital, my sister was in a mental hospital, and I was heading in the same place. And I knew, I knew that going in there wasn't going to help matters, you know. And I remember... Sister Jeannie here, she, she lived upstairs from me, and she knew that I was sick, and she knew that I needed Jesus. But I, I just used to curse and swear to her. I said, I have no time for anything like that. Don't you come to me with this God that can do all this and do, do the next thing. I just, I just didn't believe it, you know. But she kept at me. I'm telling you, she was really determined, you know, to get me to come along to Zion Tabernacle. And I remember I went along a few times, and honestly, I thought they were all crazy. When I went in there and saw them all dancing and worshiping and praising the Lord, I wondered what I came in amongst. 
But you know, the very first time I was in there, I maybe sat and ridiculed them and laughed at them. But I'll tell you something, I felt something. I really felt something, you know. I never, John always says, you'll never be the same again, even though you're saved or unsaved. Going to meetings like this, you're never the same again. And I could honestly say that I was never the same, you know. But anyway, I, I didn't go along for oh, years, you know. But G, my friend Jeannie, she still lived upstairs and used to always talk to me, you know, about Jesus. And, but anyway, I, I got so deep into the things of the world that... Uh, my marriage was on the rocks. I had th three lovely children, a, a wonderful husband. You know, with my drink problem, my husband said to me, he says, okay, that's it. I remember it was the 2nd of uh, January, and I remember he, he says to me, he says, this is it. He says, I, I just couldn't put up with another year of you and your, your drinking, you know. And I knew that the only person that I could turn to was Jesus. And I'll never forget that night, you know. For three days and three nights I hadn't slept and I'd been just swallowing handfuls of pills, you know, just to keep me going. I hadn't been eating. And uh, I remember my husband was on the night shift and on the Friday evening he went off to work and me knowing that the next day he was going off and leaving me with the three young children. And I remember that night, I remember crying to God, well, if you're really real, you've got to, you've got to do something. You've got to do something in my life, you know. And I remember... I was like bargaining with God, you okay? I didn't actually know that when I got saved, all the desires that I had for the worldly things would leave me. Because I remember I was saying to the Lord, right, if you save me, I'll stop doing this and I'll stop doing that. I'll stop doing the next thing. I was so blind to the gospel and about being saved that I didn't actually know when you got saved, all those desires left you. And, you know, I, I just knelt down in my bed that night and, my, I must have fell asleep for, for about half an hour, but you know this, folks. When I woke up, my, there's, well, only you, it has experienced that born-again experience, knows how, know how I felt, you know? And it was only a couple hours later, my husband was coming in from work, because he was on the evening shift, and I remember he came in, I hurried up and got his breakfast and everything ready, something I done, hadn't done in my seven years I'd been married, you know? And I remember when he came in, I just looked at him, and my, my heart just, just filled with love and, and yet guilt because I knew how I treated him so badly. You know, I remember running to him and throwing, throwing my arms around him, you know, and just weeping and just handle him. Listen, just give me this, this last chance. I really believe it. God's done something, something in my life, you know, and he kept pushing me away, and he actually looked kept looking at my face, and he says, okay, I don't know what's happened to you, he says, but your whole countenance, countenance has changed. And you know this, folks, I've never, I've never looked back. I could honestly say it. I've never, never once had any, uh, any desire to go back into the world. And I remember that was a Saturday morning. I remember my friend that I used to go dancing and drinking with. She came in, and Normally, that was my, the normal thing for me to do, to get dressed and go to the, the public houses, you know. And I remember she came in. I was getting all dressed to go to, to church. And I remember when she came in, I looked at her, and I thought, my, it's sad that she's going to go into the world. And I, it was there and then. I really knew God had done something because I just had no desire to go with her that night. And that was when I really had a witness that God had done something. And, you know, it's just been... It's just really being wonderful, you can. You know how God could heal the brokenhearted.
and he could heal broken marriages because that's what he's done in my life. And it's just so wonderful what God's done in my family. My oldest daughter, she's out full-time. She's married to Brother Simon's son, Philip Cameron, and she's out full-time working for the Lord. And I just really thank God. It's true what Brother George was saying. He that forgiveth much, loveth much. And I could tell, stand here tonight and tell you lots and lots of things, you know, just how good God's been and what he's forgiven me of. And I just really love God tonight. And it's, it's just a thrill to be here. I, I know many faces with y'all being at Zion and Peterhead, but it's a thrill always to meet new brothers and sisters in the Lord. Praise God. And Well, this is my testimony tonight from Sinking Sands. He lifted me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless God. Hallelujah. In loving kindness,
Now on a high Here plain I dwell And with my soul I know it is well Yet how or why I cannot We realize the time's gone, and uh, we've still too many to testify tonight, I guess, for the rest of the meeting. But come on, Jeannie, and tell us what's in your heart. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Well, praise the Lord. It's, it's good to be in the land of the living. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm uh, so pleased to be here. I've waited 17 years to come to Henry's meeting. And you know, this the first time I saw Henry. The first time we got it, I cried for two days. And, and when I saw Connie worshiping the Lord with her hands up, it was the first time in my life I'd ever seen anybody look so much like Jesus because I believe God's blessed her with many children. Oh, Jesus, when I saw her, I said, how wonderful it is to be able to have someone like that, you know. Well, I'm afraid I can't boast about having a, my mother and my father, although I love the both of them. i am come from a broken home. But I'm not sorry for myself because I'm the kind of spirit that always gets up to the <laughs> Praise the Lord. And um, I've uh, tasted the world and its glitter for what it's worth, and it's not worth anything. I've taken a lot. I was the type that lived and gave the world all it had, but I'll tell you something. When I had my eyes in Jesus, when I fell in love with the Nazarene folks, there's nothing could touch this. For I fell in love with the Nazarene. I fell in love with him. I fell in love with the Nazarene. He took away my sin. He gave me beauty. For
Hallelujah. Just before we pass the meeting back to Henry, get Brother Alec to have a and Brother Alec to have a word. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? I've been trying to get down behind that platform all night. Ron. But I tell you, it's wonderful to be in love with the Nazarene. Hallelujah. You know, I was listening to Bobby singing at the beginning there about the well. And then he began to sing about, was it, I'm going to, the drink. This is why I love my Jesus. Come and have a drink with me. And I was saying, well, it must be free if it's a Scotchman offering the drink. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is free. Hallelujah. You know, I'm delighted that I haven't to try to put anything on. I haven't to try to put... What a relief. Oh, I haven't to try to put anything on. I've just got to let it come up from within. God's done it for me. Hallelujah. And I hear him telling in the States, try it, you'll like it. Is that right? Try it, you like it, hallelujah. This suits me right down to the ground. It serves you right as well. <laughs> hallelujah. But oh, I tell you, we bring you greetings from Zion Tabernacle. We're your brothers and sisters from the north of England. You know, there's a lot of us, isn't there? Yes. Amen. When I look around, as George was saying, I want to tell you, I do love you. Oh, I do love you. You know, this is a love way. Oh, this is a love way. Oh, it suits me. I like to be loved. Oh, I like it. Hallelujah. I like it. Hallelujah. And you know, it's growing all the time. Sometimes you're in a little place and you maybe don't see it in, on, the, on the go, but I want to tell you, it's growing all the time. Brother Henry's a lot to answer for. <laughs> we came here 17 years ago, dried up old Scots folk. <laughs> Ah, Connie, I remember how we got involved in a glory march. <laughs> and we're walking, I mean, you know, around the hall and you are there. Henry and Connie were laughing themselves to death watching us. Because we hadn't got it. <laughs> we were trying. <laughs> but we're trying oh, it must I can only say it must have been painful to watch <laughs> oh as we used to and as we came past Henry and Connie we used to try and get <laughs> 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 
why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I don't need to put it on. <laughs> I've got it, Tally. <laughs> oh, listen, it's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely. You know, and Henry, bless him, started something that time. Oh, hallelujah. It's revolutionized our lives. <laughs> but what I like about it, being Scots, it's free. <laughs> and yet, there's always more to come. There's always more to come. Oh, keep it coming. Keep it coming, Lord. I remember reading years ago how I think it was Finney was praying one day and he was quickened in the spirit and he said, Lord, after a while you better stop. I can't stand anymore. And I'm saying, being Scots, Lord, you haven't heard me cry quit yet. Keep it coming. <laughs> oh, listen, keep it coming. This is good for you. Oh, I'm perfectly at ease. And I like that feeling. At ease. Inside. Bless you, folks. It's good to be with you. Now I feel kind of sad I have to leave some of these folks out tonight for a time. But I'll give them special time tomorrow. It's not because of choice, it's just that's how you do it when you're leading a meeting. Sometimes you, I'll tell you, those folks that are here that are left, I'll tell you so. Hallelujah. So you come along tomorrow. Praise the Lord and listen to the testimonies. You know, see, this is real. It's real in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say this is real. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bless you, my brother Henry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless you, brother. Oh, bless you. Oh, bless you, brother. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm sure it's, it's wonderful, isn't it, what God's doing. It really blesses my soul. Bless you, pal. I'm absolutely one with him, you know. It's wonderful, isn't it, what God is doing. God bless you, pal. Heavenly Father, we say a big thank you for what you've given us all tonight. We pray that you give everyone traveling mercies, keep us in the spirit, and we pray that we'd bless every home represented here, use everyone in this place for the further extension of thy kingdom. We give all the praise and glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. Carry on, Albert. Let it fall on me, Lord, let it fall on me, let it fall on me, let it fall on me, send the mighty shower.
Yeah. <laughs>